0: Welcome to the Servant Soul Podcast, where we explore our identity before God and our relationship with God. I'm your host, Kenneth Grady, and I pray that we will be fed by the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God, and living with passion for the will of God. And in so doing, may we raise each other up as we lay ourselves down before the Lord. This is the Servant Soul Podcast. Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be about burning out. And as I get started, I really just want to take a minute and be transparent and say this is something that I've really struggled with over the last couple of months. And I just want to thank God for my dear friend, Matt, who kind of took me aside the other day and was, was really just extremely encouraging. And, uh, you know, it was through his guidance that I was able to you know take the time and find some of this encouragement in Scripture through my Bible study this week. And I just want to kick off in Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 through 13. The Bible says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily, I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. And so the general overview of this parable, of course, is, is the understanding that, you know, as individuals, we need to be prepared to meet our Savior. And that when Christ comes again, or should the end of our life come, you know, we don't have another chance, an extra shot. We're either ready for Christ to come or we're not. And that, you know, we have to be prepared at that time. And so I certainly don't want to detract uh, from that meaning of it. But, you know, I kind of noticed something else in, in my reading of it this time that was just really meaningful to me. And that was mostly the kind know, the interaction uh, of the wise virgins and the foolish virgins and, and, and the relationship that that was taking place. And so I wanted to start out by pointing out that, you know, we all want to be burning brightly, don't we? And, you know, we all want to look as effective and successful as others, even if we don't have the necessary resources. All the virgins were burning their oil, whether they had enough to get through the night or not. None of us want to admit when we don't have enough oil. we'd rather light up when everyone else does and just hope we don't burn out before we need it. I, I think sometimes as Christians, we have to burn all the time at every opportunity. You know, I think you know some of us push ourselves to always be ready to lead the way. We act like as Christians, we should just know the way and be prepared to lead with our light at all times. and I, and I think we forget that the wise virgins. You know, they had to get their oil from somewhere. Had the bridegroom tarried the rest of the night, they would have had to go back to the source the next morning and receive a fresh supply. But it's easy for us to stand up and volunteer and take charge out of pride and expectation on ourselves before we check and see if we have enough oil to make it through the night. And what caught my eye specifically was the resting. Sometimes we all burn out. Both the wise and the foolish let their lamps burn out. And what's interesting, you know, of course, nobody's invincible. And there is no condemnation implied in any way for the fact that the wise virgins needed rest and and that they let their lamps burn out. You know, had they been preoccupied with proving themselves, they would have burned their lamps all night, right? Uh, I can do it. <laughs> and they would have been in the same situation as the foolish virgins when they actually needed the oil. And sometimes we think that resting or passing over an opportunity is a sign of weakness, don't we? You know, our culture has turned I can do all things through Christ into I can do anything, anytime, every time. If I truly, if you know, if I'm truly close to God, I should be able to go and go and go. <laughs> but we aren't the energizer bunny. Verse 5 says they slumbered and slept. Are we at peace with God in such a way that we can truly be at rest? Or are we trying to prove how bright we can burn because of some darkness in our hearts? Look, God, I'm burning for you. I'm still going. I'm living to please you. I feel worthy of love now. Look at everything I'm doing. When's the last time we slept in the peace that our vessel was full of oil and that everything was good? Resting is normal and healthy after we have done the work of preparation. We get into trouble when we try to measure ourselves by how bright our light is instead of how much oil is in the lamp. Just because the light is burning doesn't mean we have enough oil to make it through the night. On the flip side, just because I have enough oil to burn all night and to prove to everybody how spiritual I am doesn't mean that it's a wise use of the oil to do so. We need to be able to receive both oil for our lamps and the rest that is necessary to carry the lamp when it's needed. And then I noticed, you know, the wanting of the foolish virgins, because burning out is is the natural result of exhausting our energy. It's not something to be afraid of, it's something to prepare for. I think a lot of us are carrying around lamps with no oil, you know, we look ready. But the long night will quickly prove us wrong. And, you know, sharing is caring, right? But when we look at verse 8, the foolish said unto the wise, give us of your oil for our lamps are gone out. And isn't it funny how just unchristianly that seems that they didn't share? I mean, aren't we supposed to share? (laughs) To give to others when we're asked? But here's the deal. Some of us truly feel burdened to keep others burning. However, before we are available to others, we need to make sure that we are available to God. The wise virgins didn't share their oil because pleasing God was a higher priority for them than pleasing those who were unprepared. Every believer needs their own source of oil, their own relationship with God. And that's why the wise virgins told the foolish to go and get their own oil. It accomplishes nothing to pour all our resources that God gives us into people who just want to feed off our relationship with God rather than have their own. And some people just feel good knowing that we care enough for us to give them our time and energy, but then they never actually go anywhere with it. They just absorb and absorb. And when they suck you dry, they'll just move on to the next victim. So we can guide others to the source. The wise told the foolish how to get what they needed but they couldn't buy it for them. The wise led by example, but, but didn't try to compensate for the foolish virgins' lack of preparation. And in the same way, we can share our faith in God with others and point them in the direction of the cross, but we can't save them. Like the wise virgins, we should be cautious of compensating for the foolishness of others, because if we become a source of meeting their needs, they may never see any reason to go to the source. Then in verse 6 and 7, says and at midnight there was a cry made behold the bridegroom cometh go ye out to meet him then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. You no know, when we're burned out is a great time to take a look at our life and see what needs to be trimmed off we already talked about how some people just come looking for what they can get out of us giving to that kind of person won't help just trim them off Jesus said in Matthew 7, 6, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. That doesn't mean you can't be kind. The wise virgins weren't harsh with the others, they simply spoke the truth. Not everyone who asks for help is someone who needs help. God places people in our life that we can build up and encourage in faith, not people who continually waste, abuse, and destroy our resources. We should be cheerful givers, not mindless wasters. Sometimes, and probably more often, you know, it's the stuff that needs to be trimmed off. We've got too many plans and commitments and hobbies and programs and jobs. And, and I think I tend to <laughs> uh, I definitely tend to try to involve myself in way more things than I should. And, and it's good to be busy for the Lord. But at some point, it can easily become a pride thing of proving to myself just how much I'm capable of. What an effective way to bury insecurities, right? Look how important I am doing all this stuff for God. We need to trim off the stuff that we've piled into our lives to make room for what God wants in our lives. All the charred-up efforts and plans and expectations on ourselves just get in the way of our lamp burning the way that it should. If you don't trim off all the burned-up excess, it's difficult to get the light burning again. You know, our self-imposed burdens can snuff us out and keep us out if we aren't willing to let them go. And then in the end, you know, it shows the importance of burning again. Rest is good, but rest for the purpose of, of pleasing God, not for pleasing self. The wise virgins slept because they were prepared for service, but the foolish had rested instead of preparing. They only rested until midnight, and then they went right back to serving again, didn't they? So rest is an important part of preparing to serve God, but laziness will ruin our opportunities to be used and enjoy God's blessings. Our time is precious, and we should use it wisely, but but don't think that means exerting ourselves to the max at every possible moment. God wants our lives to be a balance of work and peace. If we spend all of our time burning, we miss out on the blessing of God's peace. If we spend all of our time resting, we miss out on the blessing of God's work. Worst of all, if we never go to the source and receive the light for ourselves, we miss out on knowing God altogether. Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen.